Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Blade, Marvel's actual first black superhero film, a forgotten franchise that saved Marvel from the bankruptcy in the 90s, the film being a very big deviation from the modern MCU, even being pretty different from the other superhero films coming out during this time. A surprising choice for Marvel to pick this character, being a lesser-known comic book character, but it ended up working out for the best. Obviously, I'm talking about it, and it, it had... Uh, th actually three sequels, uh, two of the, f the first two sequels starring Wesley Snipes, then they did a made-to-TV film, and then he had his own TV show for a while. Um, so yeah, it was a f he was a fairly successful character, uh, spawned a pretty decent-sized franchise, and seems to be forgotten to time, uh, which is a little disappointing. For those that are familiar with this character, Blade is a daywalker, his mother being bitten by a vampire before giving birth to him. Having all of the strengths of the vampire, but none of the weaknesses besides the thirst for blood. He spends his days and nights hunting down and killing all the vampires he can find. Uh, that sounds pretty cool to me. Uh, I, I like vampires. It's one of my favorite parts of the you know, gothic horror. So I was very much drawn to this at a young age. So I've been enjoying it for quite some time. <laughs> uh, the best part of this movie is the action. Wesley Snipes, who has a background in martial arts, can really pull off a lot of the fight choreography. It makes the action age a lot better than some other action films that had come from this time. Now, special effects have aged like sour milk. Uh, a few parts sometimes passable, but it's usually awful. Like, don't specifically the last fight, the ending. Uh, I won't spoil what exactly happens because I still I think you should see this movie or at least give it a chance see what it's like to you know <laughs> for an older uh, Marvel film you know the Sam Raimi's uh, film Spider-Man films get a lot of praise and I think if some people went back to watch some of the old Blade movies they, they would also have a fondness for it so yeah at the ending of the movie there's there's a, he's fighting a vampire and the, the blood special effects during the scenes are just awful like awful even for that time it was like spawned bad it was just really really bad and that probably had to do with the budget doing the fact that marvel had no fucking money and the special effects definitely took a jump in the next two films so that's probably why <laughs> this movie does a great job introducing its characters luckily it's not an origin story uh, which i i'm not a huge or origin story guy sometimes i think it's better just to start uh, at a certain point in the character's life, and then if you need to tell the audience, you can do it that way. Um, it follows Blade well into his vampire hunting career. Uh, it open it has one of my favorite opening uh, character introductions of all time. Uh, it starts with a vampire taking a human to a vampire nightclub, uh, where you see the human getting treated as a plaything, and you just see them more devolving more and more into their vampiric state. They look like normal people, and then he starts to notice how strong they are, and then they have fangs, and then they have this, like, blood rage where the beat drops and, like, blood, because they're in a meat locker, and blood starts pouring down them, like, where it's supposed to be, like, you know, the fire when, like, water comes down, it's pouring down from those drains. And they, they quickly devolve into their very animalistic state, and you just you just see them messing with him, and they're they're slowly trying to, you know, eventually eat him, but they want to play with him first. And you see the horror slowly growing until they go to feed, but they are interrupted by Blade. And I really like it, because this is where you see this, the switch, where without saying anything, the fear then turns on the vampires, 
where Blade goes on a huge killing spree, destroying all the monsters. And I just kind of like, it's one of my favorite scenes, one of the reasons that they don't have to say, oh, it's the scary man, or we're afraid of him. It, it just quickly, you, you can visually see it, and you can see how it quickly changes on a dime, and Blade doesn't even have to say anything, and you know that he's a threat, and then he's going to fuck their motherfucker asses up. Because, uh, yeah, it, it, I just love it. It's a really great scene. And I'm pretty sure a lot of... I've, I've talked to a few people about this movie that have seen this movie, and that seems to be a common, you know, compliment for the movie is the opening. It's really badass. Um, I actually kind of enjoyed the music as well. I don't know what it... This movie has a lot of, like, techno music, but I feel like it fits the tone of the movie. Like, the, a lot of the scenery, it fits well. Especially since, uh, in this one, the vampires are, uh, I would say they're a lot weirder. They kind of have, like, this new age kind of, like, ideal to them. Like, the way that they act out. And there's also, they actually have a lot of, uh, Asian influence in terms of, like, what they do. Like, there's, like, a, um, a, a karaoke bar that they have. And, yeah, you'll see it later in the movie. I think it's pretty interesting. I thought it was an interesting experiment for the vampires. And now I will say... I don't really care for the villain. Deacon Frost is a pretty weak villain. He's a, he's a pretty big character in the comics, and there's nothing against the actor that played him, but yeah, he's just kind of lame, and I just don't think he, he's just a lame villain. He's not horrible by any means. I don't think he's a terrible villain, but it's he's definitely like you just kind of want to see Blade kill him. Like you don't you don't ever really think it's a close matchup. I don't because he, he's kind of just he acts like a punk ass kid through the whole movie. And Blade's a lot more reserved. He has that maturity to him that he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna fucking kill you." Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's why I just feel as though he's not a great foil to Blade, and maybe that's why. I mean, it does work in the sense that they're completely uh, personality opposite. Um, uh, Frost is very he has very uh, very power driven based. Like he he thinks humans are above uh, below them. And he's that he's above them, and they're just cattle and their food for them. While Blade has a different perspective on, you know, basically being a vampire. <laughs> so, in that sense, it works. But I don't know. I just never felt there was like ever a threat to Blade through him. Even even towards the ending, I just I was like, when they finally face off, I was like, eh, okay, I know who's gonna win. It's not doesn't all surprise to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I really enjoy it, and I actually, I have to, I want to do this, uh, give a compliment to this. So, I have a soft spot in my heart for, like, stupid, like, action movie one-liners, just because I grew up uh, with my dad watching a lot of, like, 80s action films, so Sylvester Sloan's, you know, the Arnold Schwarzenegger's, all those lines, I just, I don't know, I think they're funny. So, uh, what's the same says a lot of those in this movie, like, some motherfuckers want to be ice skating uphill, uh, stuff like that, I just thought it was funny. Um... So yeah, I enjoyed those little stupid lines. So I'm gonna give this movie a seven out of ten. I think it's a really, I think it's a good movie. Um, it comes down for me just because the, the the special effects are awful. I don't think they're even good for when they came out back then. Uh, Deacon Frost, I don't know. He's just, I just thought he was kind of a weak villain. And yeah, that's why it went down for me. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy this movie. I think it's a lot better than some than people would remember. I think it's just as good as any of the Spider-Man movies that came out a little bit after this one, or even the X-Men films. Um, yeah. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this review. Um, if you enjoyed this review, I have a bunch of other ones. If you can go give those a listen, I highly appreciate it. Um, also, please help support this podcast, Viking Fitness. It's a good time, good time of the year to just be healthy, get healthy. 
uh, especially with all the crazy shit going on. So please give it a chance. Discount code, please. Thank you. Stick around. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.